0: Hey, hey, y'all! Welcome to Hoops Talk with your hosts, Liz Lapp and Karen Uyanko. Couple of girls who are crazy for ballers. That's right, basketballers, y'all. Here on Hoops Talk, you'll catch us bragging about our fantasy basketball league stat lines, obsessing about weekly lineups, and bringing you our take on the intersection of the game of basketball and the culture that surrounds it.
1: Oh, hey. shit! Hey, what? <laughs> It's been a minute. It's since Easter. Oh, my God. Has it been that long? Yeah, because, you know, you're jet-setting and I'm stuck uh, at, ho- at work. <laughs> uh, That is true. I am jet-setting. But, hey, you had a birthday. You had your yeah, birthday. True. You had uh your daughter's birthday. Yeah, it's tourist season, baby. It's busy. Yeah, and you had uh, Mother's Day. Oh, my God, totally. Weekend. I did. So tell me you're not just doing nothing but work. (laughs) Well, I mean, work, work, work,
0: work, work,
1: work, work, work. work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, it's good to be back. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Back in our closets. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It is our faux recording studios. Thank you
0: very much. Hey, you know, they're moving on up. We're getting upgrades. You know, we need to get some lamps. I need to get some like soundproof padding.
1: I mean, it's the real deal. Yeah, and we're,
0: we're going to try to record ourselves video-wise so you can actually see our delicious, sweaty, moist faces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it gets hot in here. It does. <laughs> I show um, Ryan, our producer. He's also my cat sitter. Um, <laughs> he came in, saw the the you know my setup, and he's like, "This is great. This sounds good." And He cackled because he's like, "Oh yeah, you you put the microphone amongst your furs, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, so that that bounce back, that reverb doesn't gets That's absorbed. Right.
1: It's it's nestling. Yes, the fur nestles the microphone. The fur." <laughs> well we are back and as ever we um, always like to do our little house cleaning at the top so please if you like what you hear share it with your friends and family and also make sure you review us because that helps us in the Apple iTunes we don't have no Patreon or any of that stuff you gotta pay no paywall we're free we're free Free for now for now for now Free hose for now, but um, yes, so please do that, and also, um, if you want to follow us on our um, social handles, we are at the hoops talking on Instagram as well as on Twitter, and we're pretty, pretty alive on Twitter. I mean, we both try to be on both, but, you know, there's a lot going on, so if you, we do respond well, we'll hit you back and we appreciate the love. So, uh, oh, and uh, Karen went live the other day for a birthday party. So, you know, we're trying things out. Yes. But yes. Please, 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 please. So with that, I think we're ready to start episode 17. Ooh. The, oops, stop. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. So right away, we got to talk about the fact that the playoffs are over. <laughs> I mean. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's They're it. They're done. <laughs> the, uh, we're in the conference finals and they are set. Like, it's done. It's done. But I will say that, as always in the NBA, we have some of the finest uh, playoffs. Some of these games were just crazy. Some of these, you know, uh, matchups were insane. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch it while I was on vacation, but, you know, it was not easy because we didn't have, you know, we're trying to be on a retreat in Santa Fe. Nice. Be very much into the, you know, landscape and spiritual and whatever, but... And the internet wasn't very good. (laughs) It was. And,
0: you know, too, there was a concern, right? LeBron's not in the playoffs this year. Is it worth watching? It kind of wasn't in the beginning, as we called in our last episode. But this last fucking weekend, like, these last few days have been all right.
1: Oh, yeah. Fire. Oh, yeah. I mean yesterday was the two game 7s which I mean if it was so epic like yeah. that last the last game 7 of yesterday's uh two games ended with Kawhi Leonard oh, that making buzzer a buzzer beater point shot. I mean I I was listening to the uh interviews that they do after the game and One of the reporters mentioned that in the history of playoffs, there's never been a buzzer beater. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So he was actually the first person to experience that whole, you know, buzzer beater at a playoff game.
0: And it wasn't just a buzzer beater. It was like tense cliffhanger. The ball was just trying to figure out if it wanted to go in or not. (laughs) Yeah, there was seconds (laughs) of everyone just in silence waiting
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like he got that basketball player prayers bounce, you know. Yes, just, he did. Because <laughs> I was—I mean, yeah, to be quite honest, the Portland and—what uh, was it? The Port- Portland Trail Blazers and the Nuggets game, that was on in the afternoon. That wore me out. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, it picked up in the
0: fourth, right? Because yeah. they were kind of head-to-head. The Blazers barely tied in the fourth. And then— it started to roll. Like I was kind of falling asleep
1: during it. <laughs> I, I was. Power I napping. was really tense. I was more tense, you know, because I I imagined that the that the Nuggets were going to go big in the beginning. I just didn't expect them to get as tired as they did yes. towards the end. Yes, sure. Um, and then I, Damian Lillard, they Ugh. they he was not making the shots. So he wasn't. They were Dame really was asleep. Yeah. But McCollum so, stepped up. Oof. He stepped way up. And even uh what's his name? Myers, Leonard. I always think I always want to call him Meyer Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> same. Uh, Zach Collins. Yes. He was the guy who had like the little uh Harry Potter scar from yes. the game. Oh my scar. god. And it reminded
0: me of a time that I forget what year Clay got hit, had that same
1: scar. You know, we mean the sh- That's right. I mean that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that game ended. You know, it got me hyped up, and then you know the the next game started around what four? Yeah, I yep. mean, that's na- Sunday. That's nap time for me, baby. For sure, four and four in the <laughs> afternoon. That's the brainwaves are low. So prime time nap time for me. So. I started, you know, and it it was a low scoring game to begin with, and I'm like, ugh, you know, hopefully it'll pick up at halftime. Well, I woke up just at the right time because Q four was amazing, awesome, sweet, yeah. That I I figured, you know, I before the game, um, I was talking to an anonymous Knicks fan nine two two, aka my husband, and <laughs> we gave it to the Raptors. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and there was a few factors. One, they're playing in Toronto, so you have the um, home game advantage, and then also they weren't playing LeBron. That's true. So when they have LeBron, has been a raptor killer for these past years. Dinosaur hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he has been uh, extinction for those guys. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> You know, and so he uh, he wasn't in the playoffs. So I figured this was their time. And Kawhi has been incredible. Um, I think that Serge Ibaka really showed up, which I'm a huge fan of Serge Oh, Ibaka. yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't ready to not have him show up all in his drip and his swagger, you know, for the conference finals. He's always looking so good, so fine. So... It was good. I knew I. F- I felt like they were going to win, and to be quite honest, like no disrespect to Joel Embiid because he is a good player, but I just don't find him to be the credible leader because he just he wants to be about jokes all the time. Yeah, and and not he always a wants to, not yeah. champion. Not, no, I, I, I've just been watching these long enough. It's like when you celebrate, over celebrate some of these times instead of like. Keeping your yourself composed and really, you know, understanding that it's not about the point you make there, but who wins the game. Yes, I feel like you're just not ready, and I didn't think that him, Jimmy Butler, JJ Redick, they're still all really good pieces to a great team, but I don't think as like they've really fully formed as one team together, and I don't think they came with the same focus. Uh, Joel Embiid, he's <coughs> he's a great player. He's hilarious. Um and, you know, he's a major shit talker. Yep. And, you know, it's just he just couldn't rise. Uh, he did a great job. I don't want to say that he didn't, because that seems petty, but um, I do think sometimes, like, you know when someone's got it in their eye, yeah. the only thing that matters in the world to them is that they're going to win.
0: Yeah, they're going to push through whatever odds, whatever fatigue, um, and they're going to take what they need to take as a team player and also as a fucking champion because it's, you know, it's either strength in numbers or it's a fucking champion that could rally everyone to just push through. And then they push through when
1: everyone else has fallen. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, they, uh, I think Shaq and Charles Barkley gave him some criticisms, which he just threw back in their face. Like, yeah, you don't know. Cause you know, all these people talk and, uh, you know, they're not playing. How's it going
0: to tell veterans who have won championships
1: they don't know? That's. Boo that boo. Is, yeah, I know. It's so foolish because I, also at the same time, what Shaq and, and Charles Barkler are saying is like, look, we're, we're giving you everything that you need from how we criticize. You know, you need to listen and take some of that. Or, you, you know what? Guess what? You're not in the, in the Eastern Conference championships. For sure.
0: So You're out. You're out. So you might as well listen while you're sitting around on your couch or on your yeah. boat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or eating your Philly cheese steaks in uh, good old brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they all flew out. They're like, fuck this place. <laughs> I know. They're not staying in Toronto. I did, you know, what I didn't see Drake at the game. Maybe that's why the, no. they won. Did you
0: see the whole video? So supposedly he wore... Just to break the jinx, I think he wore the 76ers like gear. And so that's why the Raptors won. That was the whole (laughs) shebang. I don't know if I got that correct, but I remember seeing a quick clip of him showing it and then like, ah, and then like everyone's all.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Wow. I know. Wow. Well, at least he's listening to the critics, right? He's taking criticism. (laughs) He's trying to pivot and change it up, you know? you better be you better be careful he's gonna start wearing some warrior gear oh shit no actually you know him he's probably gonna he's gonna wear
0: yeah no this guy's a warriors you know fan he's gonna yeah,
1: he yeah he's a where where am i sitting where are my courtside seats yeah, fan. he's a
0: championship fan let's let's
1: yeah remember that yeah yeah, <laughs> Band, yeah. he's
0: the total bandwagoner of, the epitome of a bandwagoner
1: true true I, yeah that i agree with you i agree with you or
0: he could just wear his ovo gear on courtside and yeah. be neutral
1: he should just i mean whatever whatever i don't want to give him more air time <laughs> yes. you know, make whatever yeah good for you Drake tears <laughs> yeah exactly please <laughs> Um okay so we have uh, the playoffs were amazing where I was I was happy with um happy with the outcome except of course you know the rockets and the
0: my god there's so much to talk about Friday's game like it, tell me it, you know beginning of playoffs is sleepy sleepy and I mm. think as a warriors fan we were getting quite disappointed at the game the series mm. in general that round right like mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. on guys like there's some sloppy plays Staff, of course, was just not staff. People were just like, Who the fuck are you? Um, Katie getting out of the, you know, being out, people were concerned. I wasn't. And we got on our agenda, unpopular opinion. I was not concerned. Look, we talked about how I think Katie's a bit of a poison ivy. And I think him being injured brought back the fight, the fire that the bench that the Warriors are known for. And Steph stepped up, Clay. Playoffs, Clay, like that guy, someone turned on the robot switch, you know what I mean? And um, there was a good game Friday like that. That's championship game status, you know what I mean? Like that's what people are here to watch, to play, to scream about, to see them be underdogs again and then excel at it. They're so good. When they're on top, the Warriors get kind of cocky, lazy, but when they know they have odds against them, they bust ass. And so. That's the Warriors I know and love, and, and, and that was great. Um, but, man, there's <laughs> there, there was yeah. a lot of discussion around that game, you know, kind of like the pettiness and the crybabiness and the flopping. But hey, that's playoff drama, baby. That's what gets people that's watching.
1: Right. That's right. You know, the game doesn't end once the, you know, final quarter ends, nope. does it? It just keeps going because, you know, you got that mental game. You get in their brains and some players are just better at that than others. And, you know, if they can't do it on the court, they try to invade the mental space after the games. And you saw, I mean, game sevens are kind of the best at the culmination of the mental game and the physical game. I mean, you have someone like Inez Cantor, oh, uh, who uh, yes. was not, you know, he's Muslim. He was. Um, it's Ramadan. Uh, it's Ramadan. So he wasn't. He would get up at three in the morning to eat. Yeah, you know, they have a fridge for him, and he was not eating throughout that through the game. He couldn't even drink water. <laughs> but you know what? That brings
0: his hangry. It. Mm-hmm. You, we've seen it on digitally. We've seen it on the court. It brings his hangry, his focus. It's crazy. Yeah, he's pretty savage.
1: I mean, I don't. I would. I wish he was a better player. Yeah, I wish he was a better player because there are some things like he doesn't have some of the mobility to get like you know back up to make the shot. Although his rebound um skills are epic it's just that he's not a shot maker yes per se definitely Um, defense yep definitely defense and so that's kind of what stunts him as an overall threat but the fact that he did what he did also observing his religious beliefs and all the shit with that happens with him with turkey and the fans which i know we're going to talk about later um I got to say, like, I was really impressed and I would um, say the Knicks let, let a good one go. But at the same time, like he said, thank you, Knicks, because now he's in a conference. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, I'm sure he was sad to begin because he wanted to be in New York, but now everything happens for a reason but it's it's
0: that whole like anytime a door closes a window opens you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's such an epitome of that when you think life is giving you shit it's actually opening you up for something better and look he's in the playoffs right like we're talking about him we don't often talk about ns Cantor, so
1: right no i don't think we ever have Uh, maybe maybe one other time but no we haven't maybe like Someone added him on their league for fantasy. I- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we go, and that's Cantor. Yeah. Probably like in a question like, what we talked about. Yeah, him. like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's so great about the playoffs, too, is that you do get those people that Emerge. I mean, once upon a time, Kawhi Leonard, when he was on the Spurs, you know, Popovich put him in and he became the story of those playoffs. So, oh, yeah. That's how his trajectory, his, you know, Rodney Hood is someone else that we're talking about because, you know, he was. Not con- he was in the Cavaliers. He was considered done and over, and then he popped off. I think in Game Six or Game Five of that series. So, you know, you it, it, playoffs make a different beast yes. out of players. Yes, and that's what's so interesting to see is the storyline that evolves. From yeah, them. I mean, even J.R. Smith. You know, when oh, they God, won the, ended up winning the championships, he had. I mean, there's just countless number of storylines that you find um in these playoffs that you don't necessarily get on the regular season and that's what really shapes how we who we want to talk about yeah. and what's exciting about them.
0: And and playoffs playoffs uncover champions. Like you you go beyond skill set. You go around your endurance, the like mind over matter. And what's been really great about these playoffs, even though LeBron is not there playing, he is commentating. He it's yeah. been what like He hasn't been able to do this in what, like to actually watch a playoffs uh, in like about 10 years because he's been in them. And to understand a champion's mindset and him sharing his mindset as these games go, that's been kind of golden.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's putting a lot of perspective for... Someone like him who hasn't had that time to like sit back and could make him more lethal. I mean, you oh, have yes. the case of like Dirk Nowitzki, who he actually went off and had a like a. Went and, like, traveled in Australia and had a walkabout and, like, came back all zen. <laughs> and that was the year that he beat—that uh that his, his team beat the Miami Heat, which was a super yes, team. Yes, yes. So, you know, you have these veteran players that maybe they just need to sit down for a minute. Uh-huh. And take a look and get that fire back because, you know, LeBron, uh, I mean, I get it. He wants some space jams and the barbershop and all of these like productions and producing music, but he's a basketball player. That's what he came here to do, and I hope that this revitalizes him to want to win another championship.
0: Yeah, and I think for sure when we get over to Sweaty and Petty and and one of our Mm -hmm. topics there, we can talk about just all the Laker news and turnover and all that stuff, and I think, you know, there's that kind of opportunity for change. But also LeBron can rest. Like you said, this is his yeah. walkabout, right? He can yeah. watch these champions. He can write notes. He can relax his body
1: yep. and come back strong next season. Yep. I agree. I agree. That's the hopes. That's the hopes. So as we look at these conference finals, we have uh, the Milwaukee Bucks will be playing the Toronto Raptors and then we have uh in the west you got the gold, your golden state warriors and our loyal listener, Marcy's Portland Trail Blazers. Ooh, ooh. Um, so these are going to be two good matches. I believe the first game is on Tuesday. Yes, for the West. Um, for the West. So we're trying to get ahead of that. Although, who knows when we're going to post this episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we'll, we'll try. I mean, but... Ryan's not cat sitting anymore, so we'll we'll hit him up. Right. <laughs> right exactly exactly um so what i think we haven't really talked about the bucks giannis is a beast oh my god um, our, our man crush monday babe oh, i know total babe total babe Babes. i love his hulu commercial oh my god me yeah with the slippers and the <laughs> yeah so good um and i i don't know what are you what are you predicting do uh, you think this will go 7 what do you think of the east oh so you know that's
0: for the whole time this whole series I've yeah. been like Bucks all the way. Like I that's how I yeah. see the finals is the Warriors yeah. and the Bucks. Yeah. But I mean Kawhi's he's you know, he's he's our Zach's favorite, right? Remember when we were doing yeah. our fantasy stuff and he's been injured and out, but Zach's like, nah, nah, Kawhi's yeah. gonna get lit. This he might be right. So I'm not sure right now. I gotta watch this this round and I, and I can have a better mm. educational uh, understanding, um, but right now I'm still leaning on the Bucks, but not completely 100.
1: Well, you know, I'm going to be contrarian here Ooh. to you for the first time because I know you and I are pretty much in sync, but I'm going to give it to the Raptors and let Ooh. me tell you why. Tell me, I know. Tell me. So I think it's the same case as what we saw with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, where you see a team that is so on the precipice of. Going all the way, yeah. But they've never had that heartbreak yes. of losing. Oh you're so good. This is so. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about Kawhi, Kyle uh, Lowry, when you think about Serge Ibaka, who year season after season have had LeBron as their nemesis, who haven't even been able to make it this far, they have. They know the feeling. Yes. They ha- uh, Kawhi, even being you know from the, on the Spurs, they know. They they know the feeling of losing. They know the feeling, you know, in Kawhi's case of winning. I just think, like, when we talk about how, like, the physical and the mental play. Yes. They have that um, within them. And I think that that will overtake Giannis', like, strength. That's me. I, I'm just going to say, I'll, I, will, I will put the stake in the ground. I'm going to give it to the Raptors. I'll say in six. I love it. No, I... See, this is why I'm on the fence right now because, mm. right,
0: I can't just look at stats. I can't look at how how teams performed over the season because playoffs is a different beast, right? It's a whole right. different environment. This is like Agreed. the wall is down. It's a battle. You know, we didn't see, I did not see Arya being the one to take down the Night King. <laughs> that could be Kawhi right? taking, out, taking out the Greek freak. You know what I mean? Like, right? we don't
1: know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Because I think that the Raptors bench is inconsistent. um, But I think that Giannis is not enough for when the Raptors are all hitting on all the cylinders. And I know he has other team members, but that are, you know, there to support him. But a lot of times it's going to be on Giannis. And actually, I think he has the fortitude. Like, I think like, you know how you see these guys get tired throughout the season? Like, I don't think Giannis will ever tire. I honestly don't even think he is at that level and at that youth. Yes, he is. I don't even youth. see him tiring. No, he won't. But does he have that fire to push? Right.
0: right? to Like you right. said, like, we. I mean, I don't know Giannis's personal life, but in general, like, There's something about someone who's gone through struggle and heartache and failure that there's a different push when it comes to round two or round three.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Anyone whose experience has been longer or in that, you know, it's like, You're doing something over. It's a a habit and you understand like your body, where you should be, the presence, you know, when your mental has to take over for your physical um, and then also not letting certain things get in your head. Right. Like you like have to let shit go. Like you lose a game. You have to let shit go. So I think that if I think about it in that way because you know you and i are not like stats heavy no we're you know, all about at all we
0: talked about this last episode we're all about the energy we're all about
1: intuition yes yes we, and i think that i'm giving it to the raptors for that case but i do respect that you still don't know yeah yeah we're i mean
0: we're not nba statisticians we're nba seers, <laughs> seers. you know we're like yes crystal balling you know
1: <laughs> yeah we crystal balling all right that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? We got to pull those tarot cards out, Liz. I know. Like, I know. Yeah, we got to. I think that might be due this week. You know, maybe even if you just do a IG Twitter situation. Yeah.
1: Right before tomorrow. Even. At, well, oh, yeah. You know, maybe I'll pull. I'll just do a one card pool. One for card pull. Yes. Or like I that. love this. Yes. So, OK. Well, it's due. It's due. <laughs> I know. Um, and then on the West uh, Conference Finals, we got Curry versus Curry. Oh, yeah. Which Curry? <laughs> uh, shout out again to our number one loyal fan listener, Marcy. Marcy. Who is a Portland Trailblazer fan. And she is uh, Seth Curry, number one all the way, baby. I agree. Oh. But oh, this mean? me. That's you. I like Seth. You know why? Because I feel like Seth Curry comes out like a junkyard dog every once in a while. And he's ready to scrap. <laughs> I saw him in those last playoffs. I was impressed. Like, I ain't going to sleep on Seth Curry no more. Because he was out there scrapping. I was happy.
0: Hey, you know, those two share DNA. They share family lineage. They share a father. But, you know, Steph was a... Steph, when Steph has to Steph, he steffs. You know what I mean? And he's okay, got so, the championship and the playoff experience under his belt. And okay, that's I'm my gonna, boo. I,
1: that's my boo. Okay, you know, I know he's your boo, but I'm gonna, let's let's remove the boo and let's. You're a mama. Okay. You got here's the scenario. You're a mama. You got both your sons. Oh, it'd be such a proud mama against moment against each. Of course, like. That was the best Mother's Day for Sonia Curry, having both her now having both her uh, sons. She has, I believe, she has three sons, but those two sons in the the conference uh, finals, but they're on opposite teams. Yes, you're Sonia Curry. You're a mom. Yep. What do you, ha, how, how do you split that? How, what do you wear? What jersey do you wear at the game? Okay. Like, what do you do? Okay. Tell me. So, tell me. Well, I did read an
0: article that her, you know, hubby and her are going to flip a coin and one will hmm. cheer for the other, which I thought was very diplomatic. But me as a mama, myself, if I was Sonia, which uh, I wouldn't mind being Sonia, you know what I mean? The lurks. Right. Um, I try to do that when I am in a game, you know, I try to channel her myself. Nice. But, um, Hey, I got the money. I would get a split jersey dress for sure. Oh. You know, boom, like just or okay. I would do a color combo the way Sonia does it. Right. Like I'd have a blazer maybe in blue and blue and red. Like I would, you know, I would kind of change it up a little bit.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So you would definitely want to show like 50-50 support.
0: Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it, whichever son wins, whichever son wins, he's, he's going to go into the finals. So I'm going to support that. Yep. Do you think she has a favorite? Um, I know you do. <laughs> 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 to, but, you know, to be honest about parents, they kind of do. They kind of <laughs> do. With multiple kids, they do. Like, they, they won't admit it. They lo- you know, they always say the whole. But there's a few that will in a safe place, right? And, right. um, you know, Steph Seth has given her the babies, the grandbabies and the championships. Mm-hmm. And because of Steph, she's has a bit of limelight. So
1: I don't know. I, I kind of want to lean well, towards I mean, my boo, but you never know. Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, if, if you have a sibling or in her case, if you have or in your case, even if you have a child that there is the one that excels, don't you find that um the one that may need more assistance tends to get more of the attention and tends to be more of like the mama's boy in a way because they're like you know kind of in second place i don't know i don't know you...
0: yeah i mean and maybe it's maybe she her favorite's her daughter and the boys are just the boys you know they're under daddy right. <laughs> so right. you yeah you
1: never know i don't know you know interesting yeah, awesome yeah, yeah some pa- and we're getting into parenting here at yes, these conference finals we are but that's
0: I, I, I think it's interesting I mean they're the the Curry brothers are his- making history too this is the first NBA playoffs with with brothers against each other so this is wow. there's a lot of history being made this year
1: yeah yeah well I I think it's very interesting maybe we'll put something out there like for the parents like what do you do oh, I love scenario? that scenario yeah
0: for sure you know?
1: It's gonna, it'll be very interesting. Huh. I mean, obviously Steph is a starter and Seth is a supportive player for the for the Trailblazers, but he when he gets hot, I mean you can't you you know, you can't deny the guy can ball. Hey, and
0: yeah. I mean he could yeah. pull an Iggy, he could be yeah. like definitely someone that's saving the Blazers, yeah. the starters for sure, like this like superstar relief right from the bench. You never know. And yeah. I, I'm down to see all of it. Like, give me
1: the twists and turns and the drama yeah. for the mama. You know what I mean? Oh, great. I want this to go full seven. Oh, I'm down. I, I will not be satisfied if it doesn't go the full seven.
0: I'm down. I'm down for that because yeah. I saw the schedule. I've got, you know, there's excuses to be out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to try to get a ticket? Well, so I got a friend with a hook. Um, so. Oh. Uh we're going to try to do that. Um I also have like reservations for, you know, one of the food truck uh places here and it's um a 2-hour reservation within. They have like a converted double-decker bus and um one of them definitely airs the playoffs, so that could be a nice little fun party with folks. So if anyone here's from the Bay Area, you know hit us up on Twitter. I'll add you on that invite when I get Ooh, that nice. started because honestly like You know, we we said it like usually it's the Western Conference finals is the finals. Yes. It's been like that. It's been so heavily weighted. So this is game time, baby.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. And I love that because I love that you want to like bring all the, you know, fans, the warrior fans, hit up Karen, you know, get on her list and celebrate together because I, i'm i think this is going to be a great finals it, it's that it goes back to that thing like you can just see damian lillard has it in his eyes oh yeah he's
0: oakland like, he's an oakland boy too so like Ooh. i know there's a lot of blazers and dame fans yeah. out there join us like it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be lit
1: i cannot wait for this pl- uh, conference series in the west because I, you know, my Lakers are not in it at all. They haven't been, which I know we'll we'll get into all of that later. But um, this is exciting. And I really I hope this goes to seven. I really want this to go to seven. I think it'll be really interesting. Real fun. Super interesting. For sure. Because that's like more than I mean, if you don't have a team. I mean, for you, you have the Warriors, so you, you know, you have someone to root for. But if anybody else doesn't have their team in, you want the games to be exciting, you know, at the very least. Like, you want the games to be worth watching. You just want to see good basketball. Yes, Yes, definitely. Um, Okay, so we got the Currys. Unpopular opinion, Kevin Durant, (laughs) period. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling what you're going to say, and I don't think it's unpopular.
0: He's going to the Knicks. I know. That's not. Yeah. And also, too, like, I don't know why people were concerned when he got injured. I was not. Mm. I I just I just had this feeling like this outsider being out was going to be good, especially with how the playoffs started for the Warriors. And and my intuition was right. I mean, shit, Mm -hmm. like they, you know, they didn't have to be under the shadow of a, you know, this is this is unpopular. Well you know people want to say he's one of the best players right now and i'm just like uh, he's good but again we talk about that mentality mm-hmm. that emotional maturity and he lacks that for me as a champion like mm-hmm. interesting give me skill sets give me stats what ebbs, but there's this like aura and energy about him that i mm-hmm. feel poisons the team in a sense and it just showed in these last last like games that mm-hmm. um
1: we don't need KD. Bye. <laughs> well, how how about this? How about I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, Ooh, just because you are on a roll here. <laughs> what is it? Is
0: Libra? Is your Libra in Mercury? Like what's happening? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my good coffee is surging oh, through my veins right now. All right, now. some okay. drip, huh? Yeah, I have got some drip going for yes. sure. Um, I, because I have feelings about Katie, but I just want to play devil's advocate. Do you feel? You know, you mentioned his aura, and I agree. You know, I'm, I'm, we we usually agree on these types of things. But do you feel that KD being such a good player, and all the you know uh, the the sports pundits and sports journalists, whatever, calling him the player, the best player of the playoffs on the Warriors team, do you think that maybe the other players' insecurities have led to them? doing poorly like it's less about katie being such a good player but the other players inability to just like uh you know it's gotten to their minds where they're just like you know uh, i'm not as good therefore it's it's hurting their play
0: um no you know i honestly, it's it's a it's i think to me it's this team mentality and i've seen it in some articles about steph why he steps back sometimes and um like i think of this as in my kind of purview too, in my own personal MO when I play games, when I know there's a really good player and a leader, I step back because there's hmm. a reason for that. And um also too, you know, they gotta share the court, right? But with him out now it's like, oh, let me pull through. I get a little more time. I get a little more shine and I'm gonna fucking push it. And um I think that's sort of what was happening all season, even in these playoffs. You know, the Warriors were known to be this team. They created this team culture and kind of changed basketball again when it used to always be about the big man and the superstars. And so when they brought KD, they brought the big man, even though KD's scrawny for a big man, he's a big man. Um, And so I think that's what's sort of happening is that like, you know, Rihanna is not at the Met Gala. So who's going to step up? Right. Right. (laughs) with their their outfit game with their game so that I I think that's what's happening now it's like they were they have this opportunity to shine because someone who took the spotlight is out
1: well let's just hope they do better than some of those people that didn't know what camp was at the Met Gala (laughs) because I was disgusted I was and like I was disgusted oh shit it's not that hard it's not it's like it's not go over the top and then even add an yeah. extra over the top hilarious element please I was camp all fucking uh, time in Santa Fe <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing leopard skin I had a bolero hat on I got pink long ass nails and like, and, and snakeskin boots I was y- camp, sis. camp right sis I mean I feel like y-
0: you're like subtle camp all the time like I don't yeah. like that's just not, life yeah
1: just amp it up I could have believed some of this shit I'm like, nah. me too. I was like, what, nah.
0: what is this? Like, who was that Bieber's wife? I was like, bitch, what the fuck uh, are you wearing? No. Like,
1: and all the guys just wearing suits. Safe, please. safe, glittery suits. I mean, fuck, go in a tent and call it camp. Like, exactly. That at worked. least do that. Like, yeah, yeah. at least do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's, not, it's really not that hard, people.
0: Or like anyway. Beverly Hills Troop. Like, come at yeah. it. from. A, wouldn't that have been a cute, like,
1: homage? Like, I, so cute. So cute. And I would say Gaga was good. Yes, um, with her three outfit changes. To yes. Billy, Billy
0: Porter <gasps> killed Billy it. Billy Porter killed it. I was like, this is how Hell. I want to enter any party.
1: He was serving camp realness to the max, to the hilt. He looked fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, Katy Perry was just, she's always camp. So she's always know. camp. She looked like Luminaire from uh, Beauty Fucking the Beast. Beauty Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, anyways, a lot of sorry.
0: the, a lot of the basic bitches came out and I was disappointed. I was like, I was th- disappointed. I was like, then like, can you invite some of us? Yeah, Cause exactly. Give me a budget and I would have, you and I would have, Talk is here. Budget? Hoops like, talk seriously? is here. Do you remember,
1: do you remember Jiggy Caliente on RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, I think, like yes. season one or two. She dressed in trash bags. That's camp. Like, sis, like you don't need that much. That was you some Zoolander it. derelict
0: trash bag camp. Right? Yes. <laughs>
1: Daryl Leak. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. Oh my god, I love Will Ferrell.
1: Uh, oh my God. that's so yes. Just dress like uh, anyone from fucking Zoolander, right? That would be yeah. Fine. Any of the guys could have been Mogatu. Like that yeah. would have been. <laughs> <laughs> they would have killed it. Killed oh, it. Oh god, god. Um, but yes, I get your I get your point. You know, you're saying KD's absence was actually. Getting Blessing. the war- warriors back to the basics to our roots. Are. Yeah. Well, i unfortunately he's going to come back, and that could be to the detriment of the warriors. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. So Sup-
0: supposedly cousins too. He's trying to he's trying to get healthy. Oh. So we'll
1: see. Got well. You know what? They the warriors are lucky they only paid like a thousand dollars and a bag of balls for that guy because <laughs> ah, <geez>. ah. <laughs> I have to go away for the mic. Ah. Cheetos, you know, Flamin' Hot. <laughs> I hope he's only on a one-year contract because they're going to have to deal with him after this. That's just, you know, whatever. I've said I said it from the beginning. That guy is no bueno. And I, I wasn't a fan of play them.
0: 5. I know. I wasn't a fan of them bringing him on, mostly because, you know, he was on the Kings
1: two teams ago and I was like, "Boo." Oh my god, he was terrible. I mean, he's was a great all star player, but he's just a terrible presence. Mm-hmm. And so, I, that just goes back to what we're saying. It's like, you know, yes. anonymous Knicks fan nine two two is always telling me, "Oh, that's an all star. That's an all star." And I'm like, you know what? I get that. But at the same time, the attitude, the, the you know, what you bring as a leader or don't makes so much a difference. It's on a huge, how, huge, it's huge. Difference. huge It's huge. There are certain people that can, with their mood, enter a room and change everything around them. And yes. if they're going to be in a toxic way, you will look at Jimmy Butler. How many teams is oh, he on butts, this season? The butts. You know, he just brings that toxicity. It's just... Uh, I, It's as important as skills. Yes. Because look, at you brought a great player like LeBron to the Lakers and the toxicity of the Lakers just squashed him.
0: Yeah. Squashed
1: any of his ability. The whole
0: organization, the whole franchise. Exactly.
1: Yep. So and, look at the Knicks. How many times the Knicks look like they could be real competitors going to the finals? Nope. What happens? The toxicity within their organization just erodes everything. And everything. you're just like, why the fuck should I put myself on the line every day, my body, to go out there to have, you know, this fuckery around me? It's just, you know. Agreed. It's just as important. It's just as important. So maybe... KD coming back and Boogie coming back are not going to be that all-star winning team that we're talking about. And that's a possibility. And I think that's what's going to make it exciting. Hey, you know, come back for the finals. But this Western Conference, why don't
0: you guys sit it out? Why don't you take a rest? Go to your water, water therapy baths and get some physical training and, and take your time. You, you
1: guys are old men. Take your time. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm going to uh, just switch gears really quick because yep. I want to talk about C.J. McCollum. Oh, yes. I mean, Damien Lillard, without a doubt, we don't really have to say much about him. He's great. He's got it in his eye. That's he's another, a winner, baby. That's another, he's a winner. That's
0: another piece of candy. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Oh, my. My, my, my. Yes. Mr. Damien Lillard is fabulous. And... I, I know he had, a, like, a very low-scoring game on that Game 7, but you got C.J. McCollum coming out. You also had Inez Cantor contributing on the rebounds. You had yes. Zach Collins stepping in. Um, you had that uh, Meyer Lemons coming <laughs> Meyer in. <laughs> Meyer Lemons. Yeah. So I will say, like, I was very um, happy and surprised to see the supporting players all really being able to lift up. So that's one of the things that I, you know, you have when you look at, like, it's not just about the starters, but who's on the bench and who's going to be able to help. I think they're a small team because, you know, you got Seth Curry and all these like smaller, uh, even Evan, uh, Evan, I don't have his last name, but he came out. And they're small, a smaller team, um, but I think that uh, C.J. McCollum just completely was like, this is what I do. This is what I've come to do. These are the things that I do to play. And the confidence of how far they've gotten, in my opinion, is something that's going to make this next, the conference finals, exciting. Um, I'm on the fence. I know you're not because you're like, Warriors going to take it? Yep. And I'd be the same if it was the Lakers. But I'm still on the fence. um, And I'm just going to be, because I'm going to be contrarian, I'm going to take Portland in seven. And we'll go from there.
0: Ooh. You Oh, you are just Oh, you're throwing some cumin, some fucking <laughs> spices in this bitch on Monday and I kind of like it. <laughs> I got to give the seasonings on my shade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> some turmeric, you know, you just like some ghost peppers. Like I, I, took, I took my vitamins this morning. So did I, but dang girl, you on, I mean, I'm a little under the weather. Um, I'm, I'm pulling. I, I, we had a pod too, where I was sick. It, mm. it just, it's happening here. I think what, you know what my problem is? I jinx myself. Why? What well, happened? cause I was supposed to have a coffee date with some dude off Tinder. And then I was like, <laughs> mm. I'm sick. Uh. <laughs>
1: Girl. You should have never thrown it on it on yourself to say that your daughter was sick. Oh, and, and then she let gets her have sick. the cold. That's even worse. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, I'd rather deal with it myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm in I just was because I was on vacation, so I'm rested, babe. Oh yeah. I'm rested. You are. I'm, That's true. I'm ready. Be, I'm ready to be saucy. Fucking ready to be saucy. saucy. Um also just lastly on CJ McCollum, um he does have a podcast called Pull Up with CJ McCollum. Uh, it's oh, pretty good. Take we, a listen. Yeah,
0: I will. And you know, maybe we could uh
1: uh slide in his DMs and be like, Hey Boo Boo. Hey, hey. hey. Well, if it goes the way that you hope, he's gonna have some time. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have some time after these fi- these conference finals, so. and then and then
0: we'll be like, pull up to our bumper, McCullum, pull up right. to my bumper, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Is um, it is it break time? Um, I think it's break time, and then we'll switch gears and go into the uh, the draft lottery. All right. Sounds good. All right. And we are back. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Mm -hmm. I think we want to just give a little nod to the draft lottery coming up oh yeah tomorrow yeah it's tomorrow and it's a big deal for a lot of people I mean not necessarily I think the Lakers are down the line as to their picks I think they're at like nine percent uh projected to get a top four pick and two percent for the number one pick so it's not looking good for them but there are major three major teams at the top of the draft lottery as far as percentages. So this is a big deal in my household because anonymous Knicks fan nine two two is um, going to go actually out to watch this these envelopes being picked out of a big ball. Oh shit! <laughs> to yeah, see, to see who is going to get that first. Uh, round pick, which as you know is Zion is the one the one who everybody wants in this in this draft. So yep. um we have the Nick New York Knicks that have the had the worst record in the regular season. They won 17 out of 65 games. Uh followed by the Cavs who um had night won nineteen out of six the nineteen sixty three was their record. And then you have the Suns, which were nine nineteen uh, 63. But then the Chicago Bulls are like coming in at fourth place. So this is kind of a big deal. It, the draft, the actual draft is in June, but this is a big deal because it'll kind of give you the order. I mean, it's not kind of it will give you the order of who gets to pick first. Yep. And um, this means something for a lot of these teams that are hoping to re- I mean, look at you got the Cavs that got LeBron. What you a know. shift from like, you know,
0: they were Playoff content, like they were in the playoffs, and they were champs, and like
1: it's it makes such a difference. You remove LeBron, and they're trash. (laughs) Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. I mean, if you got Kate, so I'm thinking about these kids, right? That are like, well, in one hand, they don't really have too much. Uh, you know, it's not it's not really in their hands where they go, right? It's dependent on who gets the draft pick order yep so zion may be like i actually want to be a bull but but if the knicks get the first draft pick then he goes with the knicks yep but then it has to also do with like if you're thinking about who your team gets like let's say zion goes to the knicks then other franchise players that have free agency like a Kyrie, like a kd yes you know they're like oh okay i have a puzzle piece at the Knicks and so therefore I can, I want to go there. So especially if the cap space is open um, Anthony Davis. So there's like a lot of like moving parts and politics and uh, you know that really revolve around this but at the same time don't really give the kids coming in the choice to you know what they want. Of course they probably have the teams that they would like to be in but it's not really up to them. And I don't know. It, I, I don't know. And then you got the whole thing where Adam Silver, the um, commissioner, is saying that he might start taking kids back from high school. Because they stopped that, I believe, Whoa. after LeBron. Yeah. I mean. They're right out of high school.
0: And we think about it, too, right? We think about LeBron. We think about, I think Shock, too, was pulled out of. Yeah. Did it. I mean. I, I have this feel. To me, college, you don't learn much academically in college, it's not that challenging. What you learn is so much more than books. I feel like you learn about other cultures. You're melded into this like pot of something else, right? There's 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 something meant for college. And it's also sort of this whole like, you know, it, it takes money to get a degree. And so there's mm-hmm. this certain like achievement going out of college, having a degree. And I feel like these guys need it right? You don't want this high school mentality and then be given this like platform and reach and tons of money. Because that to me is a a recipe for disaster. Like I feel like college is super important to just understand the larger world in general, before you join an arena like the NBA.
1: Well, I also think that a lot of times um, you see these kids they're kids yep and because of their stature you know their their height or their um the muscle or just their their physicality um you think of them as much more adult than they really are yes because their mind isn't as developed as their body yes and so you are not you know who's developing the the mental not just for the game but just as like a human being um, you know, cause I remember this one time, my, uh, my cousin, I took him to a concert. I think he was 18, um, in San Francisco and he's this huge, he's a big dude. He's super tall. He's always been like this big guy. And so I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna use the restroom. Just stand here. He was like, you just want me to stand here by myself? And I'm <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, it's just stand here. I'm going to go to the restroom. Like, what do you, and it, and in, I, what I didn't realize is like, he's an 18 year old going to like a big ass concert. Yeah. And I just, my brain was like, you're a big dude. You're fine. But it's like, that, 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 that's like, I, I go back to that because I'm like, you know, my nephew will be 13. Oh my God. And he's a big, he's a tall guy too. And I have to be like, no, he has the mind of a 13 year old, not, just because he's already looks a certain formation, does that make his mind that age, you know, older than his age? So it, it's interesting. I think, you know, the NCAA has, and again, like, okay, so what, so if they do go to college, what the, What does that mean? If all they can do is practice, sleep, eat, practice, when are they going to go get the, you know, education? Life
0: exper- yeah, education, life experience for sure.
1: So. Well, the draft lottery uh, pick is going on tomorrow. And I know that means a lot to um, some of the people close to us. And we'll see how that shakes out because that's really going to shape um, the June lottery. And we'll go from there. And you know, I hope my Lakers get a good, at least a top four pick. Uh, <laughs> we could use some, but I doubt it. We're pretty far. I mean, if the, literally, if the Lakers were to get a good pick... Like there's something fishy going on. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, they should, these, yes. This needs to be an investigation. I'll uh, say it as yeah. a Laker fan. <laughs> Adam Silver, you better check on that. That's right. That's good. That definitely needs an investigation. But um, yeah, so that's our take on the draft. Um, and then we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna go around the horn with social. and we're back with around the horn with social social
0: boop, 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 I got to I got to pull up uh LeBron's Twitter handle real quick Oh you are loving off-season LeBron I love I love him you know I love him more this year than I have in any past years Really Yeah I don't know is it he's like a fine wine right like he's ready for <laughs> me to uncork now
1: I was just waiting <laughs> He, will appre- he would appreciate that analogy, him being such a wine connoisseur. And a- Josiah's um, constant tweets of that clip
0: from his, what's his show? The, the what? The shop? Oh, the barber shop? Yeah. And like every time he just dubs him saying some controversial thing about a player and then the whole, like the group starts laughing. I love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just love oh, it. I love, love that. It. He was doing that with, um, a KD being the best player and then everybody cracking up. No, that was good. Um, So I would say one of the best parts, too, about watching the playoffs or, you know, during this time is all the live tweeting that goes on. And, you know, I try to get in there in the mix with our own take on certain things. But I got to tell you, one of the most irritating things is... And maybe this is after the game or, uh, you know, it's not even really about live tweeting because I think it's kind of cool when everybody catches that one thing that everybody wants to talk about during the game. Um, it's like this whole group energy that's happening on Twitter. That's normally where, where these things go da- pop off and go down. Yep. But I have to say, like, the one thing that uh, just is so annoying to me is the fucking breaking news stuff because I just don't need... All 500 sports outlets screaming the exact same fucking thing to me in the exact same way. Yes. It is so annoying. I yes. don't care about Woj bombs or Shams Breakers or, I mean, no offense, but Yahoo Sports, I stopped their push notifications because they're literally regurgitating exactly what I already heard two seconds ago from ESPN, Bleacher Report, The Ringer. <coughs> um, you know, I'm just like, I can't. I, I I have to stop all the push notifications because it's yes. just like, it's the same fucking story. Like, same. the same angles. You guys got no angles. Give me a different POV. Uh, it's a little bit of a rant. It's yeah. a little bit of a rant. I should have probably kept it to like a timeout, but I just we I, we're just we're on social and we're tweeting, and that's all good. And I think everybody participating is fun, but it's just these like. Breaking fucking news where I'm like, okay, let me guess. You guys got one story from the AP that you're all going to fucking talk about. And I'm going to get 500 push notifications about the same fucking thing. Oh, great. And all one perspective. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. I'm just, I'm just
0: done. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's like we don't need the the choir. Like I want some
1: leads. I want some opinions. I want some different yeah, or just a different shit. perspective on the same story would be great. That would just be, you know, that would be interesting instead of just like, oh, OK, here's the one headline. Everybody just push it out. And let's and just then it has,
0: Yeah, they just want to they just want to hear their voice talking about it. Right. And even though we've already heard that angle and that news somewhere else.
1: I feel sad for anybody that comes out like with the in the fourth place of a push notification on the same oh, fucking shit. Thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know who you are. Oh, we know already. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, great. So, fabulous. Thanks for telling me the same thing I just heard, you know, four minutes ago. But I do love live tweeting the games. Yes. um, As much as I can. You know, I was a little little absent because I had my... my uh, vacation i call you out girl you need to get on there you have some spicy takes when i see you tweeting it cracks me up you need to get on it <laughs> okay well you know
0: tomorrow oh thursday i'll live tweet thursday for sure western conference tuesday you know i got ollie it's a little bit of a i can't be doing Struggs. that to her it's a strugs got um, it but yes
1: because you're funny Kalen. You put out that picture of the curries. It was hilarious. Yeah,
0: like which <laughs> I want all four. You know, give me some of that Japanese curry, Indian curry, some even masaman curry, and then you got Seth and Seth. Yeah, Seth and Seth. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: But yeah, we've uh, I I should we should do more on Instagram. We just don't because it's like so visual heavy, and I'm like I don't feel like mock- yeah. mocking yeah, shit up for that. Like, no, oh. Oh, I know. I
0: mean, we let's. Uh, we'll do some we'll do some ig story videos i think that's a little easier for us you know what i mean our face is already on point we've got that mo- you know we mocked that thank up thank
1: you um, right right that looks good which reminds me i i'm so excited because we have a new logo oh my god yeah! is so good. Oh, i know we haven't even talked about it oh my god this I is know. perfect perfect well, tell me more well, give us well, backstory. Sorry, so we updated our social handle profiles and I got to figure it out how to put it up on our podcast but we have a new logo and I, and you'll be seeing that um and basically I hit up um our good friend Patrick who is a designer and an amazing like super angel pirate baby creator who I adore for sure. And I just threw some stuff at him. You know, uh, Karen and I talked about things that resonate with us and color palettes and this and that, what have you. And he drew our faces. He illustrated us. And put it together in a logo with some roses and use like, this really cool font. And so we have a new uh, logo, and I think it's a really awesome. I'm really happy with it. It's super cute.
0: I love it. I, our illustrations are on point. Like, I've never had anyone draw me to the point where I was like, oh, my God, I
1: love it. Yes, this is yeah. my essence. Oh, that's right? so true. Like, our essence comes out of these illustrations. For
0: sure. And then... I and you said it yourself right we kind of look like the the packaging of the the what abuelita's coco or whatever that is Oh yeah like- yeah yeah
1: yeah or actually I was saying we look like uh I don't know if anybody's familiar with but La Rosa has a candy. It's a oh, masa that pan. one. Yes. And it kind of reminds you of that because it's a circle and we have roses in it. So and which is kind of funny because a masapon is a little compact uh, peanut butter circle yes. that is super compact and when you taste it it's like so like concentrated flavor and I'm That's I mean, us That's <laughs> what I'm feeling here. That's us and then
0: like it's a huge Huge nod to your culture, and I mean, if anyone knows Filipino (laughs) culture, we've been colonized left and right, so we have a lot of Mexican and Spanish just influence and... Uh, very similar foods and flavors. So I just, yeah, I kind of love it all. There's so many layers yeah. to it that just really like taps into our essence.
1: So uh, yeah, it resonates so well. And I mean, I think that's also a testament to that we know who we are and how we're talking about ourselves. So I think that's really important, you know, on social, it's like, you always say like, oh, you know, how should I what should I do on social? It's like, well, you want to be authentic, but you also kind of want to know yourself and brand yourself. And I think that we're hitting that stride with the, the you know, look of our brand. And I, I'm just I'm over the moon. I'm super excited. So thank you, Patrick. And yes. Thank, and I think it's great. And I hope that we get to do some more collaborations and just get. You know, more and more fun stuff. I mean, I would even want a sticker or a T-shirt. Oh, it's on, know. girl. It's uh, some socks. I don't know. Just get crazy. I think it's fun. I yeah, think it's fun. So it's on. if you guys see our new, I mean, I think a lot of people like the new logo. I got a lot of good feedback. Um, but if you see it, you know, comment if you like it. Um, if you don't, just don't say anything because I don't care. I don't, we don't give a you. fuck. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about what you think if you don't like it ah uh, but if you do tell us because <laughs> you know we love compliments <laughs> well on top of it you know i was just thinking about it it's like why do people think they could be nasty on on uh social media because they can they have bigger balls behind the screen i guess
0: because was just like you know what the fuck because try me try getting into my
1: face or liz's face with that trash and you are gonna get a fistful of shit for sure. Oh, yeah. oh, one. Thank you. Yeah, because you know you're not going to be able to step like that. That's some bullshit. Because some of the things I see, I'm just like, why would you waste your energy and your time to be such a fuckboy on on anything on any social media? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, hey, where are you at? Come meet me. Come say this to my face. Yeah. Like, I, I'm. I'd like to see this. <laughs> You know, and I'm not saying you can't be petty and shit like that because I sometimes throw it up. But I try to be like, you know, within the spirit of fun and, you know, people that resonate and people that I have the conversations with, you know, try to be part of that conversation. But I'm not trying to be fucking all mean. Right. No, I I get the whole humor, the pettiness. But
0: like when people like there was one time I had something kind of go not viral, but like pretty big. And then people wanted to clown on my daughter. I was like, (gasps) what? Like, where the fuck you come from, bruh? Like, this has nothing to fucking do with her. You're just coming up with some shit out your ass. You're not funny. You're not
1: intelligent. Like, get the fuck off. Like, hell nah. No. No. Well, and you know, that person probably wouldn't have done that to you, to your face. The coward. Oh, hell no. Because you you say shit
0: about my daughter in my face. I will go to jail
1: and you will go to hell. (laughs) Best believe. Paired. Paired. Paired that's right that's right hey nothing wrong with that <laughs> nothing wrong with that but we will be live tweeting <laughs> how do we get there I love it I love but it but we will be live tweeting well we'll try we'll try Karen's gonna try do it on Thursday Thursday's after- my time I'll be sitting up here on on Tuesday trying to get that. Or I might be out because I know we might go out somewhere to see the yeah. draft uh, lottery. But um, I'm going to try to get up there because it's going to be a good one. It's the first Curry versus Curry game going on there. Um, and then speaking of fucking haters on Twitter. Uh, so at the end of the Raptor 76er game, Joel Embiid was crying you know and mark gasol was kind of giving a hug and so everybody came out and started clowning on him on twitter so i'm conflicted i have like a two again not to be you know i i just went off on a rant people did not be mean on fucking twitter but this guy joel Embiid, is one of the biggest shit talkers one of the the biggest like savage on twitter uh telling people that, you know, they're a nobody or I don't give a damn about what they say. You know, it's all part of his uh, brand to do that. And I think it's a way that he gets in people's heads. So, you know, I mean, I guess, you know if you're going to give it, you're going to get it and you're going to have to deal with it. But it was interesting because people were clowning on him because he was crying. Like if you said like, hey, you know, you're a big shit talker and then you couldn't win the game. Like I could understand that. But like they were clowning on him about crying and a lot of players came to his defense saying like... (coughs) You know, if you don't know what it is to be in this type of situation, in this type of game, then you should just shut your mouth because you don't understand how emotions run so high. And him crying is actually a badge of how much he cares and how much passion he has. Yeah, no, I,
0: I, to me, I'm a big crier. Um, <laughs> and it's part like it's either for me, it's crying or anger. And I'd rather mm. do the crying. Um, it, it is like I've never been. And I'm not an NBA player. I've never been in this playoff situation, whatnot. But I've been in situations where you push so hard and you're almost there and you almost taste it and you lose. You, you, there's so much going on in your head about what you could have done better. Um, right. All this hard work for what it, it, it's it's a lot. And like. It's it, what sucks is They're men. They're in this huge platform. Everyone mm-hmm. is watching him cry. But for me, for him to not even falter and say, fuck that, I'm going to cry? Yeah. And on such a, like, huge platform digitally, like, that takes a man. I I, I don't know yeah. how you feel about it, but that that takes a man to me, like... So many men are so not in tune with their emotions or want to even communicate or talk about it. And for him to just say, fuck it and like be in his feelings for that moment. I'm cool with that. It's it's what happens after. Does he continue to be in those feelings or does he like use that fuel, right? Like we talked about that struggle, that taste of loss and up his fucking game.
1: Yeah, I would say like, I think a lot of times... There's, like, twofold, right? There's the gender thing that you mentioned, whereas like, boys don't cry. And then there's the thing about, you know, if you're a tough guy or a tough woman, you don't want to show the emotion because then you don't have to admit that you care that much. You know, it's, like, a way of preserving your, uh, your your game face by saying, like, well, it didn't really mean, you know, that much. But I know that, like, Rudy Gobert got clowned about crying because he wasn't in the... He didn't make the uh, all-star... And Rudy was like, hey, you know what? People cry. I cried. It's Nothing wrong with that. Yep. And, you know, Alonzo Trier, who is on the Knicks, who's a young player. He also came out and said like, hey, you know what the hell? What are you guys talking about? Let It, it shows his passion and emotion. So I think we're in a in a space where um, I think crying in those scenarios should be considered uh, something of passion. And then how do we push it? to like well if you just have the emotion to cry there shouldn't be anything wrong with that just doesn't always have to be a game seven loss uh for you as a man to have feelings and care and want to cry yeah so hopefully it'll push that narrative
0: yeah and i saw two tweets that i really liked about it um candace parker from the sparks you know Mm -hmm. i've been there man it sucks last second shot after last moment play after last moment of what ifs but this is a moment that won't define you it will refine you i love that nice. and then um another one i oh i lost that one there's a good one here too oh tim reynolds J- joel Embiid being reduced to tears tonight is going to make a very scary dude even more scary going forward from pain yep. comes growth and he's never been hurt by a loss like this before
1: so ooh, yes. we'll see we'll see baby That goes back to what we were saying about these playoffs and about these, you know, the teams that have had that experience now will have that as part of their arsenal when they go into the next season and trying to make those same, you know, uh, playoffs, uh, conference finals. That's what it's all about. You know, that's all to the championship. And once you have a heartbreak like this, you don't ever forget and it will be the fuel that a great player like he has will become even more great. And I think that's to that point of that tweet as well. Love it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, What else you got here for social? Ooh, Tell me about this Snapchat filter. I'm not on Snapchat, so I don't know, but you tell me. Yeah,
0: no, we've talked about this. No one's on Snapchat. Listen, but people are, (laughs) this is something we often do is people use the Snapchat filters and and use it on other channels. So I've been seeing this on Twitter and Instagram from friends, um, sort of even like s- influencers and celebrities. There's this male and female snap filter. So okay. like for us, Liz, we turn on the male one and it will show like a male version of us. Like we've got okay. a bit of a scruff, darker eyes. Um, okay. They widen your jaw a bit. Ew. And then, yeah. And then the female one adds a little bit of wispy hair, like tightens up <laughs> your jaw like a, a lot slimmer makeup, of course, um, cheekbones. And then supposedly there's this baby face one. And you're going to laugh because I didn't I could not find the baby face one because I realized when I s- turned it on, it was still my face. And I joke and I laugh because like my sister constantly clowns me and like, oh my God, you still like, you still look like you did when we were kids. Um, (laughs) I tell people I have an eight-year-old at work and they go, what? How old are you? And I'm like, I'm 37. They're like, I thought you were 26. (laughs) And, um, you know, Olivia's cute. She's always like, mommy, you look, you don't look a day over 21. I was like, baby, what? (laughs) So... that's just validating that this fucking baby face filter doesn't work on me because it stole my fucking
1: face. Because it's your face. (laughs) It's your face.
0: But oh my God, the funny one about the male one, you're going to laugh. So Hmm. I took a video of me and I asked, I sent it to my sister and I said, which brother, because we have three brothers. I said, which brother do I look like? She goes, bitch, the minute I opened it, I thought it was your (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (sighs) ex-boyfriend. And then there's a good one. There's some influencer guy, and his girlfriend was playing with that male filter while they were hugging up. Yeah. And then he turns around and he (laughs) freaks the fuck out looking at the camera phone because the screen, because she looks, it's so like you look like a dude. Wow. Um, Yeah. Like guys are having fun with it by like. Filtering all their homies and, and asking people to guess who's who. Um, <laughs> one chick did it and she was sitting next to her brother and she like she was like, dude, this filter makes me look like my brother and then you literally
1: saw twins. It was
0: hilarious. Oh
1: well good for you, Snapchat. You are making those cool filters that we're sharing on Instagram. Right. But that's the thing. I'm all you know what? Maybe Snap just needs to get into that back
0: end tech B2B oh, yeah. and then just like have yeah. all the big channels just pay them buco bucks yeah. to use their filters and yeah. just and quit while you're ahead cuz you are on a decline mm-hmm. and i i mean but also to maybe gen z is all about it i don't know millennials are all about snap still i don't know we
1: yeah i mean i have not put a snap snapchat in a plan in a long time You know, I'm still creating my strategy plans for my clients and I don't see that being part of it unless you're going to do like uh, some sort of experience where it's mostly going to be around like a homemade filter. You know, it's going to be a filter, a branded filter or otherwise, like you're just it's just not in the plan. And I know they're trying to do you know what? I can't even unpack Snapchat. God bless them, make their fucking male, female baby filters that everyone can, you know, share on instagram, whatever and and you know, cool, cool. But it does sound funny. maybe i'll I don't even have it on my phone anymore. I should just so that I know it. so maybe I'll just download it again, check out these filters,
0: yeah, actually. And you know- Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, because the other benefit for me, though, especially if we're going to be like posting videos of ourselves, like I need that filter sometimes. Oh, my God. Because I, you know, something's going with my face or, you know, you're I'm feeling crazy. a little bloated.
1: I just, <laughs> please, you're crazy. You look fine. I can see her face right now, people. It looks great. She's I have not showered
0: in two days. This she is third fine. day hair.
1: <laughs> she looks great. She looks great um well actually i think it's a good segue into game of thrones Oof. when we're talking about the many faces right oh yes. Aria, what are okay so, so okay before we go into the game of thrones spoiler alert ahead, oh yeah please people. turn not, off yeah just go right oh uh, scrub right past this if you have not been caught up because we are all caught up on game of thrones I uh, saw last night's episode already, so we're like the last, the final episode of the final, uh, final final is next Sunday, so next we watch this one. And I gotta say, like they've been trash. Uh, I haven't been a fan. There, I feel the writers are pandering. Um, it always know. happens, you know, near the end of yeah. a series,
0: like Lost, fucked up, man. That fi- that, oh final season, like- that final season, like
1: final. Oof, that Ugh. finale was oh, terrible terrible they're like no 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 it's not a dream and then oh just kidding they're all dead already or some yeah, shit like that purgato- like, this is
0: purgatory it's like yeah. fuck you
1: guys oh my god it's so terrible well i have a feeling this is how this is gonna end so they're just trying to be tidy you know i don't like the way varus went because i feel he was disrespected that guy is never clumsy that's not what he would never let anybody know uh, what he's up to. I thought that was clumsy. I, I think it Cersei works. and Jamie, that was a fucking just a disappointment that all the shit that she's done and you're going to fucking just crush her with some rocks. Okay. And I better see a body because otherwise I'm thinking she's kinda come back sashaying. I don't give a bitch, fuck. Bitch is still alive. You know it. And then that whole busted Pacey and Jamie fighting <laughs> for the love of the queen, whatever. And then you got the hound and <laughs> the mountain. I'm just like, sis, okay. I mean, I was okay with that, really, because I'm like, okay, I've been waiting for this. But it was like, ugh, whatever. And then uh, uh, Daenerys, what? Okay, did she not hear that bell? <laughs> she did not. She did not. And, you know, I
0: kind of understand from a writer's point of having to show the decline or not decline what hunger for power does to you yes right and but i feel like this is too rushed like she was all happy-go-lucky danny and like you know you know good queen danny and then suddenly it's this like turnaround and i feel like they're it's missing there should have been more of that and i get that's what they're setting her up for because like mm. you know I, I saw this tweet too like for all for all the people who are naming their daughters after denarius are all in like regrets now right <laughs> because of what she's turning into but like yeah i don't know uh it, it just the character development there is not it's I, it's yeah. rushed
1: I feel I agree because I think when you think about someone like Cersei, you really saw the decline. Right. You really saw her going into madness. Yes. And they gave her that breath to create that arc where first she was just like, you know, I'm a wife that needs that's having sex with her brother and all my kids are for my brother and my you know, husband, the king is. Uh, garbage and yes, and you know, and I have to like kind of make my world around there. And then it's like, oh wait, now we shift because I, right. you know, my kids are going to be royal, and then there's a shift. My kids are gone now. You know, it's about my me and the Iron Throne and the shift. So yeah. you saw all these gears leading up to her madness, and then you give her an ending where you're just like, really, that's she. She deserved better, in my opinion. And I think with Daenerys, you know, you have like. I'm the freer of chains and the breaker of chains. And she even said at one point, you know, I don't want to be the ruler of dust. Right. Yes. And yet at the same time, it's like. That's what she's creating. That's exactly what she created. That's exactly what she created. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit rushed. And then John, oh. God damn it! Like he doesn't want to be king, and then he's getting all freaked out when she did, did what she did. And it's it's like, like, bitch, you you stepped up before,
0: and it's like I, my sister and I were tweet t- talking about this. I'm like, just marry the bitch. Like she yeah. would have been ha- kept your secret, or even not marry her and say, baby, you rule. I'll be like your. I'll be like your first lady. Right. Uh, Even if people know about my blood, but we both have the throne. Like, let's just fucking make
1: weird incest babies. Like, well, how is that hard? Uh, You know, I'll tell you why. Because deep down inside, he's a fucking liar. He wants to be king. He wants yep. to have that out. He wants to have that bit of like, oh, you know what? Just kidding. I do want to be king. And just kidding. I'm actually uh, would be a better ruler. And just kidding. Like, you're crazy. And just kidding. Like, I couldn't really love a crazy person. You know, he's giving himself all these ways to still be a good guy and get what he wants in the end. No, that's fuck boy behavior. Absolutely.
0: And he, right. You saw him. You're still my queen. I love you. Nah, boy, I see that. I see that look in your face, that change in energy. You don't even want to kiss and fuck me right now. Like, hell no. Be honest, because this he is contributing to her mad queens, mad queen status right now.
1: You know, and I I guess I struggle, too, with Danny because I, I I understand her anger, and her pain that was a lot of innocent people that she just took out and yeah. i mean yeah. she's there's no going back from once seeing that and i think aria and the whole horse thing and you know she'll so weird she's gonna go back to winterfall i don't know what she's gonna do but like uh, uh, uh. and it's you know what the problem
0: is the got riders should have showed more backstory the tar- targaryen backstory they should have showed more of why her father was the mad king to show both like historically and like their genes why they turn this way to for us to understand danny more because now it's they're just relying on a, oh her father was the mad king so she's just turning this way or there's that whole thing right they say when they're targaryen's born it's a flip of a coin but like dude like really like <laughs> Can we not rely on that bullshit and actually show it on screen? Like, uh, come on.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, we talk we're talking about Game of Thrones because it does dominate social media when it's on. Like Oh, yeah. Dem #DemThrones is a big one. And, yes, and Thrones y'all. Thrones, Thrones y'all is another one. So, it's definitely part of the culture of social and I don't know if and when we're going to have something like this again, where you just have so many, it's just taken over the the consciousness on Twitter. And also, you know, for those of you that don't watch it, like, fuck off, like, 100 percent. Stop telling me to tweet about not tweet about it. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever. OK, You had how many
0: seasons to catch up? I know so many people who did, who played catch up because between this season and the
1: last, that was more than a goddamn year. So, uh, what's your excuse? Yeah. And you know what? Just mute the people that are talking about it if you don't watch it. If you don't, I don't go, I don't get mad at people that tweet out stuff where I'm like, I don't watch that show. I don't go, like, oh, why is this the only thing you talk about? Yeah. Like Ozarks. I don't know. Or, like, you know, I. I, Exactly. I don't know shit about Ozarks. I don't want to hear no tweets. Or, what about, Walking Dead could. Oh give yeah, I, stop fuck watching, about it. I, I stopped watching. I don't care so dead. long ago. Uh, any of that stuff. Another Walking Dead. Walking Walker. Walker. oh yeah talking dead yeah like Uh, I don't care but I'm not like hey stop talking about your favorite show or when people start going off about Star Wars and shit like that like yeah I like Star Wars do I want to have a full conversation on Twitter probably not but I'm not going to go and tell everybody that's having the fun with that to be like hey stop doing May the 4th be with you like who cares (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's funny you bring that up, because, you know, May the 4th has, and we've seen it, has really climbed as a social holiday. Totally. And, like, brands have been tapping into it to sell their fucking Star Wars gear or Star Wars, like, inspired boba drinks and stuff. But you know what today is, technically, I guess? What? X-Men Day. And I don't hear... I've only seen it... I've only seen it from fucking what's his face Wolverine who plays Wolverine Uh, Uh, Hugh Hugh, Jackman Jackman. that's it like (laughs) I haven't heard any I'm like quit trying to make fetch happen national draft day (laughs) okay X-Men day (laughs) (laughs) it's like what's today May 13 how what's I don't even know if there is there an equation but, like, X is 5, so is it supposed to be 5, 13, or isn't it X 10? I don't even know Roman numerals, but come on, let's have some sense. May the 4th makes sense, right? April 30th. April 30th and May 1st, like, it's going to be May. All yeah. oh,
1: that makes sense. X don't know. Day, I do not get that at all. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are
0: you- and just on that x-men rant i don't get why they're calling this new movie dark phoenix
1: it's just phoenix like i think it's because they're. i can i thought about exactly what you're saying too but i think it's because of the power turning it her into something insidious which is just whatever but to me i'm like if you're gonna watch a subset of
0: x-men you should already know the story of phoenix like that was a huge story arc for her and uh I, I, to have to put dark in front of it I'm like goddamn, like
1: that's like calling coffee hot hot coffee <laughs> hot coffee I'm I June hot coffee <laughs> I don't know well you know uh, speaking of branding social too did you see IHOP's fucking Mother's Day post no I'm gonna look right they're now they're like the um and it was like a sonogram. Is that what they call it when they look at your oh, belly? Oh, and the pancakes. pancakes. Bitch, Girl, that was but. reaching. They're they like, easily... Oh, if you've got a stack of pancakes in your tum-tum, does that make you a pancake mum-mum? <laughs> Some shit like Stupid.
0: that. <laughs> Stupid. Honestly, though, the corniest but I think most successful like Mother's Day brand infusion was... Um, for Detective Pikachu, right? Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Pikachu. Oh, I did not know but that. But Blake Lively came to the premiere in a yellow dress mm. and pregnant. And then she had her nails pokemon out. And she was like, I'm Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That's cute. That's cute. But yeah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, no. uh, yeah. some of these but, brands. But um, I do want to say, though, I did see the baddest ass shirt from not this last got episode but the one before mm. where it's aria as like the jump man logo mm. yeah yeah you know because she went when she went to kill the night king she did that yeah. whole like ooh, that was ooh, cool ooh, 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 ooh. that is cool so yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to holler at that so i could wear that with some j's yeah you know that's saying? cool
1: that's a- that was cool i saw Fu- i saw um what's his name aaron judge of the yankees had it on and some other like players oh, had oh sick yeah it's awesome. good it's it's cool it's cool it's cool. What else? Do we have anything else on social? Well, real
0: quick, because, uh, you know, I was looking at tweets around Embiid and some other shit. But I guess Doris Day died today, man.
1: Yeah. Sera, man. Oof, yeah. Moment of silence. You know, That's it's funny. Crazy. It's funny because she um, so I'm I my town is Santa Cruz County, but we are right up against Monterey County. And so Carmel is a place like we would go to. Right there. Yeah, it's right there. It's really close by. My family like to go and visit Carmel. It's kind of, you know, a kind of a ritzy area to like walk around in, whatever. And I just remember, always remember her because she was always like talking about neutering your dogs and like spaying and neutering your pets. That's kinda how I knew her. And then I, then I found out that she actually was in movies. I was a kid when she was like doing this stuff. Oh, And then I found out she was sure. in movies. So I saw some of her movies like Pillow Talk um she was in that one where she does sing Quesarasera, which I think is like a thriller. Like it might be a, a Hitchcock movie where she does sing that song and Yes. And, so, um and then A lot I, of Bay Area Bay Area ties to yeah. Doris for sure. So I don't I mean, I I'm not I know she like did a lot of those romantic comedies that were like very um you know, very safe, like you couldn't see the two people in a bed together, so they did the line <laughs> where each of them were like in they bed. wore their clothes, yeah, or what they did was they did a split screen, so like Rock Hudson was in his bed, and Doris Day was in her bed, but they did a split screen, so it made it look like they were both lying next to one another while they were talking to each other on the phone. I guess that's how they got around some of those uh codes back then, yes, so I mean i, I uh it's big loss for the animal pet community and for Carmel Uh, and her family yeah she was old though she was like 97 or something right
0: 97 yeah Yeah. so definitely during the golden age of Hollywood yeah you
1: know what I mean yeah she was like Um, the all-american girl you know blonde pretty blonde had a nice singing voice I don't really remember her being very subversive (laughs) Um, no probably not yeah yeah, she was not, like, any, like... She was no Audrey Hepburn, you know, for she sure. Wasn't, she did, she's not very controversial. I mean, besides spaying and neutering your pets, and, unless you're not for that, like, <laughs> she was actually pretty, just, you know, pretty good. Unless it comes out that she was, like, a raging alcoholic or is, was into something that was kind of dirty, I don't... I think she was a pretty decent lady, and, you know, rest in peace, Dora's Day. For sure. Rest in peace. Um, okay. Um, okay, what else do we have? I don't have anything else. I think, should we take a break and then finish up here with our sweaty and petty and timeout? Yeah, 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 for sure. All right. So when we're back, we're going to get sweaty. and pe- I mean, we're already, su- I'm already sweaty, this closet, Girl, let me tell you. I'm, I'm sweaty dying. and I feel like we're, we're ah, petty every day, ah, but well, you know. You know, we try. So when we're back, <laughs> sweaty and petty and handing out some timeouts. And we are back. Okay. We are back and we're ready to get sweaty and petty. Tea. I got a big one. Ooh. I got a real yes, big one. Yes, you do. This is, this is big. This is a, a
0: conversation for sure in itself. Okay.
1: So I was out of town because I went to Santa Fe and had my life there for a week. And while I was gone, apparently some students from Calabasas decided to drive to the <laughs> Staples Center fucking Calabasas and was Rob Kardashian there <laughs> no <laughs> and stage a protest against the Lakers management and I think a total of 30 people ended up showing up some of them had signs I actually when I saw it in the news it looked like they had Clippers fans as well joining in <laughs> to this ah, you know I don't even know if you can call it a protest if it's not more than like 100 people I don't know 30 people to me doesn't sound like a protest um, thirty people sound like they're waiting in line at Blue Bottle or something like that. Um, but apparently they wanted to protest the management. You know, the what the behind the scenes, the stuff that's been leaking and going on with the Lakers franchise. The fact they didn't get the to the playoffs, Rob Palenka, um, and they wanted to let people know, like they're well, they wanted the Lakers franchise to know their disappointment, and um. They were saying, uh, I guess one of the, and I, I you know what, I, I read about this. I read the people's names, but I'm not even going to give them any airtime because this is foolishness to the the greatest degree. I just think, <laughs> like, honestly, these guys were not even. They weren't alive during the Shaq Kobe years. Um so I guess they're just frustrated that they're, you know, what are they 18 years old and they haven't had a championship yet. It's like do you have do you know how old I mean Anonymous Knicks fan 922 has not had a championship? He was born in 73. The last championship for the Knicks was 1974, okay? Oh shit. So that was he has not had one, one year before the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's people, there are franchises that are in way worse shape. Yes, I agree that there's something funky going on with the Lakers organization and they are turning into the Knicks with whom I criticize not the team but the franchise the owners franchise. the dolences. I do criticize but these Lakers fans coming out here I mean I it's a, it's the, it's a new low For them to be complaining because they don't have all this champion. Oh, you got LeBron and you better do this. Like, who do you not? Do you think that this is not being thought of? Do you think that people are just sitting around going, oh, you know, uh, yeah, we got LeBron. Now what do we do? There's like, I mean... (sighs) And the Lakers got to get their fucking shit together because let me tell you, the whole thing happened with the coaches over the weekends where they ended up signing Frank Vogel to be the head coach. And then they have Jason Kidd as an assistant coach. And this whole fucking backstory that came out with Stephen A. Smith and then there was another uh, sports counselor oh, yeah. that said the reason why they did that is because Jason Kidd is problematic with his uh, DUIs and with his um, the spousal abuse that's come out on him and so they couldn't make him head coach so this is kind of how they're slipping him in and I'm like I don't oh, want a God. bitch like that slipped in okay? No, period done. Don't slip none of that Mickey up in this yeah, bitch. that doesn't there are plenty, fucking hire a woman I'm sure there's plenty of women that could be head coach or assistant. That would be amazing.
0: I want an amazing dynamic with LeBron and a female coach. The
1: thing is, it's like, please don't fucking give me a bottom feeder because you don't think that there's enough choices out there if you looked hard enough. So that's what they should be protesting that shit. Not that they're not getting rings, not that they're not in the playoffs. Yes, that is all fucking disappointing. But guess what? A lot of teams and a lot of fans deal with that every season what you're not looking at is the shit that you're hiring a piece of garbage assistant coach to slip in as a head coach because he has passed with dui and spousal abuse really really and you don't want to who are that. we the nfl yeah who are we the nfl yeah. and it's like what do you only have like i know there has to be more than a handful of fucking coaches that can fill this spot please you know, you just go. It was like Jason Kidd, Ty Lou, uh Derek Fisher. You know, it's like you have what do you only have like five guys in a bucket that you can like look at Frank Vogel? Really? I'm just like it boggles my mind. That to me, like Jeannie Buss, what are you doing? I don't know what the bitch. Rob Palenka bitch is, is trash. Why did why are why is Jerry West with the Clippers? Why is he not with the Lakers? Why isn't he building the, yes. the teams? Magic Johnson, that was bullshit that you just decided. Left. No, the way he did it was bullshit. Fine. If you wanna yeah. go, that's fine. But you're not even gonna even tell your boss because oh You're gonna
0: tell your boss your back office, nothing you tell the media yeah. first. Oof. I
1: mean and then you're gonna be what? what? So you you couldn't handle it because now so now you just sit around and tweet all day. That's what you wanted to Damn. do. Okay, that's fine. It's your life. It's your business. It's your, you know, it's your pastime. But it's like, at least tell your boss before you're going to go and have a press conference. And even, I don't right. know if you watch the shop, the barbershop, LeBron's um, show, but Lonzo and him do talk about the how they found out that magic was gone. Like, they were at practice. Oh, yes. Or they were at a workout. And, like, LeBron gets this, like, He said LeBron was like him and Lonzo looked at each other at the same time. Like, are you reading this? And it's like, well, Magic Johnson stepped down. He's gone. And LeBron was kind of like, you know, when I met with Magic, he sold me all of this uh, hype, all this legacy, all this stuff. And this is part of the reason why. He's a great guy. Just, you know, I don't understand why he did what he had to do. And Lonzo was like, you know, I didn't really care. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, he moved on with his life. So, you see, it's just like, uh, I don't know. There is definitely something problematic with the Lakers. But this Laker fan protest, to me, just adds to uh, just complete fuckery. Uh, It's a new low. And these people just wanted attention. They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. They haven't been on this earth long enough to even have a complaint some of them were 18 fine and i don't want to sound like oh you're young sit down i'm a grumpy old man with my fists in the air like not on my lawn or when i was a kid i walked in the snow twice and shit like that i'm not going to be like that but it's like you're you're not thinking this through as like protesting not getting playoffs protesting these types of things it's just foolish to me it's just it's sweet and petty
0: yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, that you, you say, like, hire a woman like this article that I just kind of like stumbled on was talking about like how Becky Hammond, she's the assistant coach. Now, the Spurs is exactly what the Lakers need and likely won't mm-hmm. get. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty fucking interesting. Um, here's a weird one. I mean, it's not like I don't think I've I've heard him mention interest, but what about Kobe? Kobe has been part of the Lakers franchise for so long. I wonder if he would ever be interested in sort of joining back of the house. I
1: mean, I'm sure he he probably will eventually, you know, but I don't think he'll be a coach. I mean, fuck, he wasn't even that good of a like he was a great player, but he wasn't even really that great to his teammates. You know, he would have yeah, he was kind of a sour well, yeah, bitch. <laughs> he was like salty. He would have his own like dinners by himself. and then he would call like he's the True. reason why Shaq was traded. You know, he made a huge push to get rid of Shaq, had private meetings and dinners. I don't know what his whole deal was. Like Shaq has alluded to those things transpiring because of Kobe. You know, that's not like I don't, I also don't like the fact that you can't, like, no one is taking away the greatness of Kobe as a player if you have to talk about the shit person that he is. You know, let's not forget him in Denver, Colorado, and the accusations of that woman and the rape charges. Okay. Let's not forget that. Okay. That is part of his personality, part of his legacy. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Kobe's the best. And I don't believe that woman ever. It's like, OK, fine. No, no ev- yeah, but not the best. Everyone loves to. Yeah, I you know, that's not, that. you know, something happened. Uh, so lives were changed. And if you can't like face that about your heroes, that they're not all like 100 percent, that people are complex, then get the fuck out of here. You know, you can't. You, you got to have you have to respect the complexities that we are as people. And if you want to talk about one way, you got to talk about the other way too. And so, you know, yeah, Kobe agreed. is a great player, not the best person. Even his own teammates have said, you know what? They weren't, didn't really have relationships with him. I don't think he would be a good coach because of that. You know, he has yeah. one vision and it's about him and that's okay. I'm not saying that that's fine, but it does him well. He's a millionaire, billionaire, Vanessa's got all her big old diamond rings all her yep. Well, yeah, all she wants. Yeah, you know, she they have a third baby girl. You know, God bless them. Whatever, but don't try to be sh- shutting down. You know the complexities that these people bring, and I think without even and, knowing about that article that you talked about about the, ha- hiring women. Yeah, about I came Becky. up with
0: that on my own because I'm like, why not? I know that's what I figured. Why not? Why not change it up? Because the problem is like, you know, the problem is like you said, it's the franchise, right? But. And it's, it's a good problem to have when you have LeBron on your team. Because here's the thing. LeBron's not going to be quiet and not be a part of coaching, period. So you want to get him someone that can help him mold him but also be willing to listen to him and you don't need a tyrone lou who's just going to sit around like nothing you need someone that's going to add a little extra something i i have a feel like a male female dynamic would be super interesting and i think super beneficial yeah, and I,
1: and fine if 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 the league is not ready for a female head coach well there is pl- there's plenty, plenty of, of assistant coaching yes they ain't ready they're never, they're never ready, ready. You're right. They're They're never never ready. ready. We'll we'll be old and decrepit, and they won't be ready. That's the thing. It's like there. I know there's more than just five guys in a bucket that you're going to pull from. Oh, for sure. To do this, you know what I mean. There's a variety. Yeah. There's women. Uh, just like I I don't understand. And you know what? And shame on Jeannie Bus because and maybe and you know I don't I don't know if she's looked at this, but shame on her if she hasn't thought of, hey let's go beyond these five dudes that you keep wanting to like place somewhere who've like really what has Jason Kidd done besides I mean Nothing. I don't see him doing anything what has uh Frank Vogel I mean these guys it's like this record is not worth like what not pursuing more things but whatever they got a coach don't care like it's all part of this drama that shit like Lakers fans protest does not need to add fuel to the fire that's already happening. And it's a, it's embarrassing to me, um, but I, I am a Laker fan. I would have not joined that protest. I think it's like ridiculous. <laughs> it's like over sweaty and petty. It's like uh, I don't even... Uh, done well from the quick
0: photos it was a bunch of white boys right (laughs) so it's like that permit patty that fucking (laughs) like privilege. like I'm gonna protest and say something because like I have the right to say it because I am a privileged person and it's kind of like nah why no it's like like you said it's like I don't need to hear the same story from different yeah. outlets. Give me a different perspective. Like you're just then putting protesting a bad yeah. name because to me, there's a time and a place to protest and create um, chaos when people need to shut up and listen really quick and really look at something that's going wrong, which
1: is at this point, but it's basketball yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. It's basketball. And there's a lot that needs to be worked out and we'll see, you know, when the season starts, it could be a total different conversation. You know, who are they going to pick up? Who's, you know, Brandon Ingram will be back. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll pick up, a, you know, Anthony Davis still Kyrie. I don't know. I don't sure. know.
0: Who know. Who knows? Who gonna knows what's going to happen.
1: But I just know that this type of Lakers protest fuckery does not help at all. It just makes the Laker fanship look stupid. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely clueless, um, uneducated, uh, waste of time, and a new low on the franchise that is just, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. That's my take. Super disappointing. That's my TED Talk. I love it, but I i just love it. I mean, I know we have another sweaty and petty, but I think like that, that took a lot of time.
0: That did, but it was yeah. a good time. I mean, it's true. There's so much, there's so many layers to that. It wasn't just about the protest. It was mm-hmm. everything going on in, in Laker yeah.
1: Kingdom. So There's a lot. There's a lot and yeah. there's going to be a lot. It's a know, lot. There is going to be a lot. And maybe the whole thing is rotten. Maybe there needs to be like a major, you know, just undertaking. There's There's been things happening. And, you know, there's a lot of a legacy pride uh, championships that I, I don't know. It's like, what are we doing if if we're not making it better? You know, if we're not. But yeah, we got LeBron. Yay! I was excited. I am still excited. But you know, what else are we doing? I've, you know,
0: yeah. Let's not waste that. There's a gold yeah. mine right now. So, like, like we talked about mm-hmm. culture, and we talked about all that stuff. There's no. We're gonna waste a champion if the rest of. The Laker house is not Well, not, not only that,
1: but, I mean, if you think about getting LeBron, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier in the draft. When you build a team that, like, let's say the Knicks get Zion, then it makes it seem a lot more advantageous to want to be a Nick. And we have LeBron. Yes. So that right now makes it really great to want to be a Laker. Plus, you're coming into Lakers, and if, like— You're going to have to deal with that drama. Like, okay, for instance, Kawhi, they talked about him going to L.A. You know, he's from L.A. and he wanted to play there. Just... Do you remember all the drama around there? Who the fuck wants to deal with that? Now he's in Toronto. He's, yeah. He made it to the Eastern uh, Conference Finals. The Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. All that drama that he had to deal with, with the fact that you know he was going on to a new team and it could have been easy peasy, smooth and breezy, and they made it a hellhole. And now hes you think he's going to want to come back to that kind of drama? And any other player that's like, oh, maybe I'm thinking about the Lakers are going to have to deal <laughs> with that kind of bullshit shit. oh come on like, that's not a good look like
0: in lebron's words man do better he
1: just tweeted do now better. when you want to talk to me about real basketball come talk to me or some <laughs> shit like that <laughs> i saw and that, that like, one sweetie yeah, if you didn't sure. know the swirl that you were going to create being yourself and then coming to the lakers you're in the wrong business and now you want to be all celebrity <laughs> and production, music, producer. You want to be Dr. Dre and a little bit of Denzel Washington, all this shit. Sweetie, you are signing up in the wrong field. If you think you're going to be able to sit back and drink your wine and not have people talk about all the other things they're going to talk about around you, you need to get out this biz because this is L.A., baby. And they will crucify you.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, he's more than an athlete. All right. So I think he's... I think he All knows, right. you know, he's riding cool, that wave. But
1: that just opens you up. You want to have more avenues. That's more avenues for people to come down on you. And God bless. But you, when you're a Laker, you be a Laker and you play. Don't give me none of this Space Jams too. Don't give me none of this Vino. <laughs> don't give me none of this shit. You play. And that's what I better see this season. And that's what's more important than anything else right here is that guy better be playing. And that was my TED talk.
0: Yes. <laughs> Ted Talk, bruh. That was a that was a, a marriage of sweaty and petty and time oh, out yeah. for oh, you know sure. What?
1: Fuck it. Because my timeout was gonna go to the Lakers fans, but I think I just did it. I'm done. <laughs> I did it. They are sweaty and <laughs> petty and fucking
0: timeout, Lakers fans. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, this steak is
1: medium, rare, and <laughs> done. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah that's what that's my timeout too so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to you because i am i'm done what is, do you have a timeout? do you have a sweaty pity I mean, what's going there,
0: on no i mean we we added listen i can't <laughs> follow up with that we had sweaty and pity we were talking about Nest cancer because he was being a little sav on twitter the the the, like, graphic of, like, the Denver Nuggets Western Conference (laughs) tickets, and he's like, "Uh, I want my (laughs) refund. (laughs) Hey, hey, you know, when I don't eat, I'm pretty fucking savage, my goddamn self, so I get it, I get it. (laughs) Um, But my timeout was, we talked about my timeout, too, it's just the, it's the whole Game of Thrones writers, it's the whole decline of Daenerys, like, if I'm pissed at her, but I'm. She's a puppet. She's a character, and these writers are getting lazy. They're just trying to wrap things up quickly, and they're just really not allowing these characters' timelines to be in a good place. That's just like one guy tweeted too. He was right. He's like, how is it? It took that long to. It took longer to kill the the mountain than the goddamn night king like what the fuck is happening here we didn't need pacey and jamie to fight no. over cersei's fucking dusty ass pussy too you know what i'm saying like literally it's dusty pussy now because she under rocks we don't know exactly. if she's alive or dead um you know and then it what's up with Brand's story too like what the fuck there's so much like that's always the worst thing right and it's hard i'm not saying it's easy and just like we talk about basketball it's yeah. hard it's not easy but god damn it do better like you guys yeah, are professionals
1: well, i i totally agree with you 100 percent. 100 percent. and you know it's I, I i the only thing that i can say is a couple things right because i actually i tweet with um somebody on twitter about this stuff after and uh one is, I, we've just been watching it for so long, we have to take it to the end, right? It's like, it's a no-brainer. Yes, yeah, yes got, yeah, got finish to. it. Uh, no-brainer. For this many seasons, for this long that we've gone, we're, we're there to the end. And number two is, funny enough, with everything we've seen, I still don't know what's going to happen. I still can't figure out what's going to happen on that show. I don't know how it's going to end. No
0: no and i you know what my dumbass, i read the reddit <gasps> spoilers Why? i know and don't, do it. don't I, tell me I'm, you know liz this is me
1: okay you're yes. a book reader
0: you're a literary lover and i think you could appreciate this right you can still watch a movie after you've yes. known the book and yes. you've known how it ended because and i'm like that too for me because yeah. i'd like to see the journey i'd like to see the mm. art form that gets there but two then that's the that's my anxiety <laughs> ocd like sometimes it's hard for me to want to watch something and not know what's happening because my anxiety goes off out off the you know off the chains and I'm like I need to know
1: just so I can I enjoy that. the journey. Because you know what? It's funny because I don't watch horror movies, but I'll read them. I'll read, I'll read the whole Wikipedia or I'll watch all the trailers, but I will not go see the movie because it just gives me anxiety. And it's like, I, I was just reading about this phenomenon because what it does is it gives you the control of how you, um, Visualize it. Yeah. V- Visualize it. Which is the, in some ways can yes. be even worse because your imagination can be even greater than what is on the screen.
0: But no, for me, I agree worse, with you. Yes. It's about <laughs> the
1: controlling of the narrative and when you want to see it and when you don't want to see it. And when you're sitting there in the theater or wherever you're saying it and you don't have the control because you don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, But uh, I'll read about it. I got no problems because it's my control of what I how far I go and how I read it and how I visualize it, how I close it, compartmentalize it. But with Game of Thrones I didn't read any of the books and from what I understand now at this point it's like gone off the rails. It's not even has anything to do with the books anymore and so, I guess it's just going to keep it's going to keep me guessing. I'm not going to read any spoilers and we're not going to have any spoilers here except for the episode that we, you know, we've no. already seen all the episodes, but I agree with your timeout to the writers cuz they need to go. And they're going to. So, they we'll need see to go. next week, yeah. next Sunday. We'll see. Well, yeah, well, I got do it, two do things it.
0: before we close out. So I just got alerts that Durant will Ooh. be out game one for sure. Won't even be a reevaluate until Thursday. So for sure game oh, wow. two is out. So I'm You're, cool with that. You, just you know.
1: manifested that. Out for the week.
0: <laughs> I sure did. And then two, you know, Liz and I kind of mentioned it a little bit. And, and, and fans, you know, let us know, you know, who's talking Twitter or IG. Like, we want to play around with live streaming ourselves as we record. So one thing I was thinking is Twitch, but if there's another like channel, maybe it's YouTube, maybe there's something else that you guys think is um, much more... Um, it's better for our audience, a better channel. You know, if you got tips or tricks or requests, please let us know because it's something we're contemplating just to kind of add to that layer and element. Because hey, we <laughs> sound sexy and cool our voice, but you got to see us in it's person. A, it's a, it's a whole a show.
1: Um, and also I just want to give some shout out <laughs> to some podcasts. Um, there is the Jameel Hill podcast, oh, yes. which we talked about before, but it's already like on its seventh episode and I just listened to the Charles Barkley one I would highly awesome. recommend that um, and then the uh, pull up with CJ McCullen you guys should listen to that one That's yep. that's been really yep. great and then there's a David Chang has a podcast yep. That I really enjoy. And he talked to Jerry Saltz, which I think will be is it's a great one for anybody to listen oh. to. It's really around creativity, which I think was really interesting. And uh, so, I mean, the, I there's a lot more. You know, if you follow us on Twitter, we're constantly like retweeting other podcasts um, like Latinos yep. Out Loud is another one that um, I listen to. cracks me up. Uh, the Tamarindo uh, the toc- locatora radio. So there's a lot out there, but um, yeah, follow us, and love that. we will tweet about it, and then um, hopefully you'll listen to that. You'll listen to us, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I've got
0: go do it. I've got two shoutouts. Yeah, I like um you know, for any of you like hustlers Mm -hmm. out there, the How I Built It um, podcast series is a good one in general, just to get some inspo, whether even if you're not an entrepreneur, it's just like understanding. I think what we don't often see, right, when we see people who are successful or superstars is the journey to get there. And it's really interesting to see that and hear that insight from folks who have built something successful and to understand the roots of where they got from. And of course, you know, shout out to Warriors Huddle podcast, you know, they had me on doing some trivia. I'm still in connection with those guys um they're pretty funny on twitter too bram's hilarious so if you want to if you're a warriors fan too want to get some fun insights there i definitely follow them on twitter instagram and just kind of their podcast itself oh, yeah some, and i was just on empire nation there.
1: which is another podcast yeah where it's oh, like they yes. uh discuss the red Sox and the yankees and you have i was an arbitrator and you figure out uh they each t- debate the side of of the Yankees or the Red Sox and the arbitrator decides who had the better week I won't tell you who I picked because I want you to go and listen to the podcast I was episode two or three but they're really good so check them out it's Empire Nation I will.
0: Yeah, send that to me. Send that to me and, and tweet that out. I, I, I want to hear you. I will. <laughs> I well, love guys, that, I that love is that.
1: rap, episode seventeen. Woo! That's a wrap. Burrito wrap. Right? California wrap. <laughs> you know, sushi seaweed wrap. Mud wrap. That's that. a wrap. So, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you just subscribe to us on either iTunes or Spotify or Overcast wherever you listen to pods and of course uh, don't be shy make sure you uh, engage with us on social we're on Twitter and Instagram at The Hoops Talking and if you feel like sharing us or reviewing us please do so we love to um, you know have us spread the word of Hoops Talk And that's it. So enjoy those conference finals. We've made our predictions. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. And make sure you stay sweaty. Sweaty.
0: And, And...